Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right. I was about to say good evening. It's, right. it's, good. it's, it's, it's middle afternoon, Baron. Don't be silly. It's 20 to 4. Good it's, afternoon. It's not that good either. No, it's not. It's a pretty miserable afternoon uh, in more ways than one. Yes, I'm Baron Cross and this is Joe Mewis. Uh, we're at Ellen right. Road still. Uh, reacting, picking ourselves up after a difficult day at Ellen Road. Nothing like our last day at Ellen Road when we uh, we romped to a, a 4-0 victory over West Bromwich Albion. Um, I suppose it's quite important to remember that on days like today and, and remember that, um, that this season will have twists and turns and we've still got 24 points to play for. But, Joe, what is it I'm alluding to? What's happened today? Yeah, so it was the big Yorkshire derby, second versus third in the table. Um, probably the most hype match of the, we- of the weekend Easily, in English yeah. football. Um, certainly of the day and yeah unfortunately Leeds have, have come away losing 1-0 um, Chris Basham scored in the 71st minute had to be Basham uh, had to be Basham well either him or Billy Sharp peak blades going to be. But, um, but yeah another match where it's the same old thing Leeds created plenty of chances um, we've, we've said this a lot before mm. this season lots of chances um, they hit the woodwork chances went just wide but nothing nothing fell for them in front of goal today they couldn't, couldn't convert any of that despite all their possession and they've lost 1-0 which means they slipped down in third out of the automatic promotion spots uh, behind Sheffield United who are a point ahead of Leeds now and um, we've got eight games to go so eight games 24 points um, certainly judging by a lot of the reaction on social media a bit of a mix I think a lot of people are managing to sort of keep their heads together and say mm. you know we, we didn't expect this to be easy there's going to be twists and turns this season it would take a fool to you know would only try and predict how the championship would pan out um, but then there also is a lot of people saying, you know, this is textbook Leeds, this is typical Leeds United, we've seen it the year before. But, um, but yeah, I mean, what, what did you make of the, uh, of the result, Baron? Was it justified? Did Sheffield United good for their win, in your view? Um, in a word, no. Um, I think on balance, you know, it is, I mean, it, we obviously get paid to try and keep our emotions out of this and, and try and provide some sort of objective analysis, but it's very hard not to be subjective and very hard not to, to react in a way that any human would react. Uh, but I, I think, yeah, on balance, you would have to say Leeds were the better side. Certainly, if any side deserved a win, it was Leeds. Chris Wilder, which I think is quite telling, admitted as much post-match. You know, he's always come across as a very honest, upfront yeah. bloke. I think that's so why he's, he's, well he's got then. a lot of admirers, Wilder, mm. uh, both in the press and in the general public for being a, a guy that does front up and is honest about things. And um, he said himself, you know, we did win against the runner play. We didn't necessarily play well today. We didn't necessarily deserve to win today. Uh, but I'm not embarrassed because we have battered teams in the 18 months I've been here and not got anything, which is true for football, isn't it? I mean, it is true. I mean, yeah. Many teams, Leeds are one of them, have had that feeling of, of battering teams and not getting what you deserve. And Chris Wilde was quite right saying, you know, this is this is the swings and roundabouts the nature of football. You know, some games you, you don't deserve to win and some games you do. And he was never going to say no to three points here at Ellen Road, a 1-0 away from home. I mean, it is the perfect away from home result I mean they celebrated like that as well didn't they the, yeah. uh, the players I mean, and the fans it's, at the it's end so of the game. hard I mean because you just we've, we've had so many great days and evens this season where Leeds have been that side celebrating an important win but yeah. I mean, you can imagine being in their fan base and their team tonight I mean they will be absolutely they bouncing tonight I mean that is huge but as Joe says if you were given this opportunity 
back in August, eight, this is what I said after the QPR game, if you were given yeah. the chance to be third, one point off the automatics with eight games to play, you'd take it. And there's going to be a lot more twists and turns to come now. That that is that was the sort of the biggest challenge I would say of the of the final ten games of the season. It's out of the way now. Every match now yeah. I would say is is distinctly winnable, especially as the mid table sides have less and less to play for as the season drag season drags on. So there are some reasons for optimism, and much like how we felt after the QPR game, you, just, you don't know what's around the corner. Three days after that QPR loss, we battered West Brom four 0 Leeds might go and win eight on the bounce now. They've, they've been capable of that earlier in the season, haven't they? Well, the West, so, the so West who's Brom to say loss, what's going to happen next? Yeah, the West Brom loss back in November that came like this one before the international break. Mm. Uh, you know, a loss to another playoff uh, or promotion contender. What do they do after that? Seven in a row they won. Yeah. So you know they, they've got form. It's one thing Leeds have shown from they've certainly reacted to their most yeah. disappointing defeats in yeah. real style. And we have got this break now. It's two weeks till the next game. It's Millwall here in a fortnight, which you know. We'll, we'll talk about that plenty over the next couple of weeks. It's going to be a big one. But again, it looks a winnable game. But what you've got, you've got two weeks of Marcelo, Marcelo Bielsa plotting. You know, he's, he's going to, he'll take this defeat hard. Oh, you know, yeah. you're, in, you're in the post match yeah. press conference, Baron. I'm sure he was, uh, his, you know, his, his head was down about this one. But if you give Bielsa two weeks to prepare for a game, um, you know, we know how methodical, how meticulous he is. You know, I think you've got to back him to, um, to certainly gear a response out of these players and, and um, of course they don't become a bad side overnight I mean just just well, think about how well confident today. we were yeah. exactly I mean that's what I mean we, we coming into this game we were very very confident nothing mm. like how we were before the West Brom game I mean we've won those three games on the bounce scored eight conceded none this, this isn't a bad team today this wasn't a side that, that, that deserved to lose more than by one goal you know this this was a good performance and, and they deserved to win if anything I mean they just didn't stick away those chances yeah um, it's just dawned on me that, that we've played Millwall after an international break already. In September, we waited two weeks to play That Millwall, was, yeah, we? down at the den. It was... Um, right at the start of September. Yeah, that was after the... Um, why? Yeah, why, the always, why are we having a two-week... We, we were always having two-week build-ups to Millwall. But it was another gritty game before that. It was the, no uh, the Middlesbrough game, wasn't it? Yeah. Here at Ellen Road on the... Uh, on That's the, right, yeah. A big night. game at Ellen Road yeah. before a two-week break and then Millwall. But yeah. no doubt Steve Morrison will... Uh, or fan the flames of that one. Do you mean Zlatan? Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, of course. Yeah, Zlatan course. It's down yeah. at the den. Um, yeah. But yes, I think on balance, Leeds did deserve to win today. It wasn't mm-hmm. a terrible performance. Um, I suppose the, the two key moments, of course, were with a Liam Cooper error and then, of course, a Dikita Garcia right. red card. Yeah, so the Cooper error that led to the goal, he's, he's let the ball bounce, hasn't he? Um, just got it caught under his foot, hasn't he? He's missed just the flight of it and, and Billy Sharp's been all it. over him. Sharp, you know, Sharp's a pest to play against. I thought they'd, they'd done a really good job sort of keeping yeah. Billy Sharp quiet yeah, before they, him, and, him and Janssen. Yeah. But yeah, but he's one of those strikers. We've seen him, you know, he's one of the leading scorers in the league this year. He gets that. He gets that slight opening sharp, and he punishes Leeds. Oh. He played the ball, found Bashman's face. Kind of. I don't know how you felt, but it felt like after the initial error, mm. I felt like Cooper sort of recovered, and I thought yeah. he, I thought he dealt with it, but but Sharp just nicked it off him. He just niggles, and he, and he then, just wouldn't and give then the ball away. Would all he? credit to Basham. Yeah. Basham wasn't picked up, and Basham had, had run. I'd have to watch it back yeah, to see how far he ran, but, but he, the fact he'd come through and, yeah. were, and he was preempting what was going to happen, and he was there, and he That's deserves it. credit for being there. Being that space, option, and he had space. loads of space, and Casillo yeah. had no chance really. Yeah. Um, so that was the goal, and the other the other incident here that, that Baron just mentioned there was um, the injury time red card to Kiko Casilla. So, so I think the 91st minute, obviously Leeds are pressing forward. Um, the defence are all pushing up, um, and Casillas come forwards to try and um, block out. Um, was it Basham again, Baron? Um, uh, mine escapes me again. He clattered sharp. Yeah. Oh, he, he clattered sharp, sharp, he clattered, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah, he's um, you know basically 
not got to the ball in time. He's clattered sharp. They would say the committing players, weren't they? Quite yeah, rightly. Yeah, they, yeah, they were chasing yeah. the game the and clearly they were left light at the back. Yeah, and, and it's um, a straight red. Garcia, mm. as we know, is a very mobile goalkeeper. He's very happy to come out, which, we'd, which, we'd which of course can help you. If he gets to the mm. ball, he becomes another def- an outfield player almost. We'd seen it a few times earlier today as well. He'd, he'd headed well, he for with, a couple of chances well, as well, yeah. hadn't he? And, you know, that's, I think, um, you know, Leeds fans, as they're getting to know Garcia, they're now beginning to think, all oh, right, they feel a bit more comfortable with him coming yeah. out. You know, it's in the English game, I think we're still, you know, obviously fans can be a bit set in their ways and, you know, this sort of sweeper keeper is still fairly new, but, but yeah, I think Leeds fans are coming to accepting to it, but this is the risk, isn't it, when you do that, when, it, yeah. when you come out, you, you get your timing wrong. And um, yeah, it, it was an obvious red. Or was it though? Because, I mean, did, were the defenders there? Um, you know, he That's what Bielsa in, in alluded to. I mean, Bielsa was asked about the red card post match and he didn't sort mm. of say in, in traditional English, you know, um, it, we need to look whether he was the last man or not. He gave this really sort of um, confusing three or four sentence answer, which basically said that. But he was sort of almost saying mm. we need to sort of look back and see whether this was the only man for solving the, the problem and, and creating the solution. I yeah. just thought, where was he talking <laughs> about? But get, I think, I think what he meant that. was the problem was Billy Sharp and, and was Cassia <laughs> the only solution. So I think yeah. was he the last man? But we obviously need to get a firm and hard answer because there are grey areas when it comes to disciplinary issues so yeah. I'm working on the assumption it's a one match ban because it was a professional yeah, foul and not right. violent conduct so he should just miss the Millwall game and yeah. thankfully we've got a goalkeeper we've used for most of the season uh, in Bailey Peacock foul providing he doesn't get injured on international That's duty true. in Northern Ireland oh, yeah. be Rapping good Bailey wool, yeah. be good so um, but after Casilla was sent off, um, Leeds had used all their substitutes. Um, and who went in goal? Who went in goal? Well, it, it was the man who was, he'd been playing up front uh, on one leg before on one leg, Pontus Janssen. So uh, he took a knock. He, well, he was down a few times in this game, wasn't he? He, um, he was very he much head, in the wars with Billy Sharp. I think he got a blow to his head, didn't he? Yeah, he went had to down for shirts. a prolonged period with um, Billy Sharp. I think he had a, he had another one early doors as well. But then the, the main one we talk about, he, he seemed to hurt his knee. I think it was. Yeah, I That's think, certainly what it looked like. Yeah, he just seemed um, to sort of slide maybe awkwardly yeah. I think he t- just took a bit of a bang at the wrong angle and, he, and his knee wasn't yeah, in, a, in a great place was... and if they hadn't made all three subs he certainly would have come off because he um, was hobbling around on one leg at, at the back for, for five minutes and then with Leeds chasing the game they thought let's put him up less front. running yeah you know be a target he's man. a big man be a target man and he very nearly scored actually he had a, he had a chance to yeah there was a moment in the near the post, post wasn't it him yeah. and Bamford yeah um, um, but then he obviously quite rightly sort of he, he was the, uh, yeah he was the logical one I said Pablo actually um, Pablo Hernandez did grab the shirt um, yeah. for a minute Carlos Corbran which, um, couldn't, couldn't <laughs> tell him quickly enough how stupid an idea that yeah, was I think... why are we going to take on most creative <laughs> half your player and put him in goal and he's not the biggest either yeah, yeah. Um, but, but no um, Pontus went in you know didn't have a great deal to do did he no he didn't really have anything to do he um, went up for a corner late on he did so go up for a corner yeah technically was an out was a goalkeeper going um, up for the corner we don't know how severe his, his injury is yet I think you asked um, Bielsa yeah Bielsa you, doesn't know yeah. there was nothing there he is due to go away on international duty with Sweden. That'll be reviewed, I'm I sure. I think that'll be reviewed. I'd be the way he was hobbling around. I'd be very surprised yeah, if, if Leeds are willing to let him go. You know, even if this isn't a serious issue, judging by his sort of lack of movement that he had, um, I think he's going to need a few days to uh, to put his knee up there, and hopefully, um, hopefully, you'll, with this sort of two week break, he can, he can get back to it. But um, yeah, I mean, those those are the big talking points, really. Yeah, I think, um, as we say, on balance in the first half, Leeds did start... F- I mean, I think there was a fairly ner- nervy first five, ten minutes for both sides, mm. and there was a few misplaced passes, which, of course, is natural. They're only human beings, and, and the we've all taught this game up so much, yeah. haven't we? The conditions had, had played a part in it. As, um, as If you're watching on telly or the game today, or, or even live around here, it's been pouring with rain most yeah. of the day. still is now. It's miserable out there. They had um, covers out on the pitch before, and they had the rollers trying to get the, the, uh, the, the water out 
certainly this side of the pitch that we're on here at the press box that was um, that was very wet ball was, was slowing a bit there so I think the conditions had an effect on the game um, and as you said Baron a bit nervy in the opening exchanges I think Leeds were the first team to settle weren't they definitely yeah by the 15 minute mark they'd had a few chances um, I think Tyler Roberts had had one Jack Harrison went close as well didn't he um, Alioski as well as, as the half went on and it, did feel like that. when that Alioski chance went over he, he, he hit the ball over I was beginning to think now we should have taken one of these this yeah. you know we've had, we've had enough chances here is this going to come back and um, you know bite us yeah. on the backside which ultimately it did keep your um, comments coming in guys we'll, yeah, we'll come absolutely. to them in a, in a moment we'll come to them in a second um, yeah. yeah I think Leeds, did, Leeds certainly did settle first they had they had a few of those decent chances around the box mm. uh, Wilder made a good point though Henderson didn't have any huge proper saves to make no, they, Leeds just weren't hitting the yeah. target you know um, best chance certainly for me was second half Roberts off the post. Oh, that header! Oh, yeah, that was absolutely clattered that was the so post. Close. Yeah, um, I yeah. mean that would have really changed things. I mean that was probably the moment where the press box and the stadium were sort of half out of their seat. Yeah, that was, um, that was a huge moment. And, and the Janssen one I mentioned just after he moved yeah. up front, um, there was it was a very busy box. Bamford was in there, Janssen was in there, but I haven't seen him back. But it did look from where we were that. that it was Janssen that sort of got prodded it wide. Um, yeah, I mean, Sheffield United had their moments. Um, certainly a threat at, at set pieces towards the end of the first half. There was two or three corners in, in quick succession, which yeah. really did sort of get us a little bit nervous. There was a few goal mouth scrambles that weren't dealt with quickly enough. Yeah, we've not had that set piece sort of worries for a yeah. few weeks, have we? We were saying it reminded me box. of the goal against uh, the goal that Bolton scored. Yeah, in goal mouth yeah, scramble. It's, it's something um, something Leeds have really got a grip on in the last few weeks. Um, Janssen and Cooper have been playing so well there. Mm. Um, the, um, the atmosphere, for what it's worth, was fantastic today. Uh, Thirty-seven thousand and four people were yeah, inside uh, inside Ellen Road today. The support really was brilliant. We're we're sort of stood here in the Sheffield United end. Um, I think they pretty much sold out their allocation as well. Very uh, and it was a fantastic yeah. uh, occasion, really, in terms of in the stands. There was a lot of some some very uh, interesting songs sung about Dean Henderson. He was certainly the object of, uh, of Leeds' desires. He did. And he celebrated like it at the end, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, was, he, uh... went, he went full goalkeeper yeah. celebration at the yeah. end. Yeah. Right in the middle of the pitch, right in the safety of the centre circle. Exactly. <laughs> and obviously with him coming from Manchester United, he was always yeah. going to get a bad, uh, <laughs> a bad rep today yeah. anyway, wasn't he? So, yeah, I think on balance, you know, mm. it was a 1-0 win. Not a huge deal to talk about. Leeds were solid enough. There's nothing a great deal to worry about. Sheffield United yeah. took their chance when it came, which is to their credit. Don't forget... They're in very, very good form, but looking forward now, eight matches to go, 24 points to play for, yeah. plenty of winnable fixtures on the on the horizon. For both teams. And no, nothing is, nothing's done yet, is it? No, absolutely. It's um, such a hard division to try and call. You know, you look at these run recently, you know, the losing to QPR and then going and putting in, you know, some excellent performances. Sheffield United, I think that's 10 unbeaten for them. And they are flying. You've, you've got to wonder, like, how long will that run go on for, yeah. though? You know, we... They're not going to. Wilder you know, said so they were tired today. Yeah, I mean, he they, said because because Tuesday they played for a long period with ten yeah, men. He, he did say today that's why they lined up with one more man in the middle of the park. They thought they'd be a bit, yeah. a bit sluggish, and, and he agreed that that was the case. And he said Leeds were the better side. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. As um, I mean, I imagine the next couple of weeks there'll be there'll be plenty of digging into the fixture list. So um, we'll see that. Right, some questions, Baron. Who should we talk to? John at Redmond. Don't know how no, we John. lost that. Missed chances, cost us. Certainly not over yet. No panic. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Adam K, it's not over, just a blip. Keep the faith. If we keep playing our style, the wins will come. Sheffield and Norwich are bound to drop points. Just how Pontus isn't out with the knee for a long period, we need him. Yeah, obviously, as, as we said earlier, we, we've, we're in the dark really about that. I imagine news will emerge over the next couple of days. Um, if, if he does miss any time, we have got Gaetano Berardi to come back in. And if you remember how good he Berardi played to play in, in that first month of the season. 
Um, you know, he's, he's had quite a bit of football now for the under 23, so he should be in decent shape. He'll be working hard at the international break, won't he, Barardi? Yeah, so, um, you know, it's, it's not the doomsday scenario it might have been uh, a few weeks ago. Elaine Nicholson, gutted like all Leeds fans are, but look forward to our next game. Yeah, it's Champions two weeks. Ross Baker, too many below par performances at the top end of the pitch today for us. Harrison, Bamford, Hernandez all failed us today. Ooh, I think failure is a big word there. Game of opinions, I thought yeah. Hernandez was, was absolutely fantastic. I thought he... Certainly first hour, yeah. Totally was... tireless in his drive to just create anything whenever he can. He just never stops trying things. Yeah. Um, and, and they needed that say. So I thought Harrison was poor. I did, I did say to Joe in the first half that Bamford was quietly impressive. He sort of mm. he stood up well to the challenge of the centre-half, but definitely faded in the second half. Didn't see enough from Bamford at all barely had a chance really in the second half apart from that one yeah. where he and Janssen sort of got in each other's way yeah yeah. Uh, Tony Harrison another day we win 4-0 like West Brom and we still go up uh, Gary Sudderby advantage Sheffield but lots of twists and turns to come yet yeah, I think that's the general stance we're, we're taking on this that's the party line isn't it Nick Brown got to finish our chances had more than enough to finish them off didn't understand the subs would have had Shackleton instead of Dallas any thoughts on that? Um, interesting. All right. I mean, yeah, Dallas is... Um, I think Bielsa likes Dallas. He He's a senior versatility, option. Senior option. option. Yeah, um, you know what you're going to get with him. Um, I can perhaps um, see where, you, where you're coming from, though. I mean, we've seen Shackleton have a couple of cameos the last, couple, last few games, and he, he does seem to make things happen. Mm. Um, even... He didn't have long at all against um, West Brom and Reading, but... Um, you know, he got that assist, obviously, against West Brom. Reading, he very nearly um, created a goal as well. You know, perhaps there could be something in that. I think, um, I think, yeah, he's a bit more dynamic going forward, Shackleton. Some good news off the bench today. Jack Clark back in a uh, right. back in a Leeds United shirt in the first team, and it looks all right. I think he mm. he had um, fifteen odd minutes, I would say. Yeah, thirteen, fifteen odd minutes. Yeah, and not not his sort of devastating best. He um, he was off that right flank. He, he showed a little bit of decent footwork. Didn't quite have that sort of weight of touch that you'd like. There was a few sort of crosses in towards the far post, which were a bit overhit. But um, but yeah, he looked, he looked bright enough, and obviously it's good to have him back in the sides. And clearly Bielsa likes him as an option off the bench again a creative yeah. option if you haven't seen it yet Izzy Brown was ill today so don't That's overreact right. too much to the Izzy Brown yeah, news he was yeah. simply ill stomach bug Stephen Wood went well first half nothing second half too many chances lost that's probably fair enough yeah uh, Lana Scott thought we played quite well nothing to worry about a draw would have been better level heads yep. now on we go just went against us keep the faith we're still going up yeah I think I mean that's important I mean I have to remind myself that that um, don't get too down on ourselves because after the QPR game yeah. I was really starting to think oh god it's going to be the playoffs and we're not going to do very well in the playoffs and, <laughs> and then we've lost against today and suddenly you start thinking oh god there's the playoffs are a very real possibility um, but it's just, there's still a lot of football to play you have to tell yourself that yeah eight games eight games you, you know what what's, what does the table look like eight games ago probably very different very different you know? yeah Martin Elliott needs to put chances away they'll drop points yeah let's hope so yeah. Mark Stead disappointed but today's game was won by luck. Some you win, some you lose, but win, lose or draw, we march on together. Yeah, I think it did have the makings. Whilst Leeds had good periods, I felt it had the makings, a very cagey game that was going to be won by yeah. one goal or one mistake. And, and so, unfortunately, yeah. it was Cooper's mistake. That's it, yeah. And um, That proved a telling, yeah, telling moment. This Sheffield Knights side are sort of professional enough to do, do the job there. And so good at the back, weren't they? Yeah. Just they, headed they everything yeah. away. Derek Hiscoke. Uh, march on together simple get behind the team and let's hope to get automatic promotion indeed Norman Metcalf uh, as I said before loads of chances no finish 
Maybe we should have bought a striker. Hopefully Bamford can pull us over the line. We are down, but we will bounce back. I think that's a little bit harsh. I think yeah. I don't think today's proved we needed another striker. I think you know, Bamford has proved himself, I would say. Yeah, he's been in good form. What's a lot of goals, long uh, goals the game ratio. Four in the last five or six, isn't it? And yeah. uh, he's ticking along nicely. Um, I mean, what we'll say is... That was two, two more weeks. today, yeah. I mean, two more weeks for um, Kamar Roof as well to, to get fit again over the next couple of weeks. That'll take him to five weeks, will it, from the injury? <laughs> I do like and how we, you know, we quite regularly talk about <laughs> Rob Price's... <laughs> Rob Price's alchemy. <laughs> his, yeah. his box of black magic. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you do just think, you know, he's just going to rock up at some point. And, I mean, I was... I think I haven't looked at the fixtures. I, I've maybe looked at the Wigan game, which I think is mid to late April, April 18th, mm. I want to say. And I've kind of yeah. looked at that maybe more as the... As a conservative estimate, but you know, I mean, they have they have flunked all kind of yeah. expectations when it comes to injury contacts. Certainly, the, the noises Kamal Roof makes on social media <laughs> yeah. makes it sound like it's he's not very too far very away, positive so. on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Alan O'Brien, just no luck today. Some poor delivery into the box. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Dennis Thurkel, we should have been two 0 up at half time. Yeah, yeah that's I think fair so enough. Said, wasn't it? Martin Parkinson, we need Clark and Roof back. Well, Roof's going to be a few more weeks, but Clark is back. Um, yeah. Interesting. I mean, that was the sixth game in a row now with no changes. Bielsa has got another two weeks to make a decision, but yeah. it would feel a little bit knee-jerky, wouldn't it, to make changes? I think, I think so. You wait and see how Clark does over the international break, but I don't yeah. think there's any need for changes at this stage. No. They're, they're, Harrison's they're do, do, pulling his weight wrong. still. I, th- I think so, yeah. He was, he was decent, Harrison, first half. He wasn't, he wasn't sort of spectacular. He didn't change the game or anything, but he did the job, um, yeah, and then... He's got a good, good understanding with Alioski there. They're, they're doing well there, aren't they? Uh, Russ has delivered some fantastic news. Norwich have gone 1-0 up at Rotherham. Thank you, Russ. I thought they would have. Please, you've it was 0-0 when we started, but we knew it was a match. Here we go. Time. Elaine's yeah. bringing out the barbs. I thought Joe had a Sheffield United no, hat on for a minute. Thank no. God I was mistaken. San Francisco 49ers. It's definitely Sam the, fan. Uh, Leeds United co-owners. He's keeping it in-house. He's <laughs> treading the party exactly, line. He's yeah. picked his NFL team wisely. <laughs> Uh, Michael Fletcher, I'm absolutely gutted, but we do move on. Eight games to go. Yeah. Here's Bega. Hey guys, just in. Did you comment on the Bielsa v Sky Sports interview? Ooh. We yeah. haven't we haven't so, commented on it, yeah. but it's on the website. And it's it, on the website. And it is we, fantastic. Yeah, we've we've got the full transcript that one of our our colleagues sort of back at HQ put out. Obviously, we we didn't get a chance to watch it because. Uh, we were busy uh, doing all manner of things here, but yeah, I'd recommend that as soon as we it's finish very here, entertaining. hot foot over to leads-live.co.uk, check it out. Um, yeah, a bit, a bit needly, wasn't it? It's um, peak Bielsa. Peak Bielsa. He I'm was, not going to uh, give it away, but it's Giving brilliant. as good as he got from the, uh, from the journalist there. Lance Bell, uh, professional job by Sheffield yeah, United, it's not over. Yeah. Stephen Elwell, goals change games, ours didn't. Unlucky lads. Yeah. Uh, David Butler, massive three points lost, but plenty of points to play for. Yeah, Bielsa said... Quite rightly, I think there would have been a few raised eyebrows if he hadn't said this, but he said, you know, it's, it's, it would be wrong to ignore the importance of the win. Clearly, it is a, an important victory for Sheffield United. I mean, it's three points, it's a six-pointer. Um, mm. But it's not a crucial result, he said. You know, he again is reflecting on those eight games and said, you know, it's not, it's not a terminal result there. So it is yeah. important, but it's not terminal. Uh, Aaron McCourt, was that the game today from Northern Ireland? Well done, Aaron. Oh, uh, gutted, but we move on. Bamford more like Bambi, out-muscled up top. Janssen, top bloke, fair play today. Uh, there's no punctuation in this. That header went in from Roberts, different game. Shame that misses, came back to bite us. Yeah. Gordon Revel, how long till Roof back? Well, we've just been speculating on that. I think um, if he was back for the Millwall game, I'd be pleasantly surprised. Um, in my mind, yeah. I'm thinking more mid to late April. And hopefully, you know, I mean, and we're not talking back in training, we're talking, you know, ready to play and, and make an impact. He's a very fit lad. Mm-hmm. 
and you wonder if there's an after such a long season you think maybe he's going to come back and be quite revitalised and, and really hit those last five four or five games quite hard and, and, and make a difference yeah it'd be good because he certainly um, when he was playing in that number 10 role sort of behind um, Bamford the you know the Middlesbrough game and all that I quite like the look of it he was, he was quite dynamic mm. there these good sort of diagonal runs to uh, you know pull defenders wide create mm. the space um, get the overloads going on the flanks. I thought he, was, he did quite a good job there. I thought Roberts was all right today, though. I think Roberts yeah. is certainly yeah. earning his corner in the middle very, of the park. Very good on the ball, isn't he? You were saying this actually. Such a good dribbler. Yeah. In, in close quarters, he's very good yeah. with the ball at his yeah, feet. Very, is. very nifty. Low centre of gravity. Yeah. Rich Gibson, Harrison frustrates me. Really gifted lad with bags of potential, but tends to do too much with the ball. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. He does overplay. Yeah, there was one incident. He did really well to get away from two players, but then. And I think there was a pass on for him. Um, it was down on this flank in the uh, in the first half, and then he ends up giving the ball away and then conceding a free kick, trying to wing it back. So he does, yeah, he does sometimes maybe try and do just go up one bit too far. He continues. If he got his head at once, he'd be beating the first man. He'd be able to do something with the ball rather than just run into trouble. Yeah, I'd agree with yeah, that. He does overplay yeah. it. Um, Killian McDonough. Uh, look, we have to keep the heads. If we go into the playoffs, then so be it. We as fans have to stay behind the team. Killian, you need to talk to me. You need to get in my head because my <laughs> head will go if we go in the playoffs. I will have so little faith. It's, yeah, stressful. It's all about momentum. <laughs> I just think it's all about momentum. And you look at yeah. teams like Villa, and I just don't want to play them in the playoffs. Yeah. What's what is just annoying? I've just thought of is that I was always sort of hoping that when we play Villa in the penultimate game of the season, they'd have very little to play for. That's true, actually. Yeah. Suddenly they are going to be flying for that game. Yeah. Before we logged on, that, I'm sure someone that will could correct be us. Massive. I'm sure, someone correct us. But when we jumped on here, um, Villa were one 0 up against Middlesbrough, which is a big uh, result if that stays oh. so for the playoff races. Yeah. We want them to be dead and buried in ninth place, don't we? When just finish top two. Come time, on, Norwich. Yeah. Slip up. <laughs> just bloody slip up for once. Yeah. Lana Scott. One worry I have: our defending at corners, hands over eyes every time. Spot on assessment of Hernandez Baron. Thank you, Lana. Uh, I'd agree with you on corners, though. Yeah, um, that spell at the end of the first half wasn't oh, it? Oh, just, we just so uncomfortable. Yeah. Just, when it drops into the six-yard box, and it's just a free-for-all. You're just waiting for the net to ball. Which we is were, so frustrating. We were sort of um, pleading with a half-time whistle to come, which you know, considering how well Leeds had played for the majority of that first half, was a bit of a shame, really. Because um, yeah, it was. I thought we'd kind of got over this set piece, um, the woes, but hopefully it's something you know the club can work out again, and we don't see too much more of that going forward. Bigger again, the amount of work that Bamford does on pressing, holding up the ball, movement mm. and moving the defence around is underappreciated. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think there's mobile. probably something in that Bigger. Yeah. I think, you know, pe- people, it is easy for people to overlook. Um, when he doesn't score, it's easy to overlook the stuff that he does do well. And I think, like I say, in the first half especially, he did go about his business quite well and, and put himself about yeah. and, and did try and fight and scrap for those balls. And he did link up well with Hernandez Ailing, especially down this right flank. So I yeah, think there is, there is some value in that. He'd, he'd drop back quite a lot, wouldn't he? Which, which sort of create the yeah. spaces and that's where you, yeah. your wide players can really sort of have an influence, yeah. Uh, Gareth Green, we are Leeds. Keep behind the team, have faith. Mm-hmm. Gary Sudderby, Bielsa tied the Sky Sports interviewer in knots. He didn't have an answer to him. It was so yeah. funny. Yeah, it's brilliant. Go and find the transcripts on our website if you yeah. can. Um, let's run through these now. Um, any new points? 2 0 now, Villa oh, with Gordon Revel. Villa are definitely time. the team, aren't they? They're going to be the latecomers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll finish on this then. So we've, we've discussed it briefly, but Matthew Abbott, any news on Janssen? Not sure if you've covered this. Yeah, so we spoke to um, Bielsa post match in his press conference, asked him about it, and in short, it's too early to say. Um, yeah. I don't think Bielsa was in it, was in a huge mood really to go into any great detail about injuries and stuff when he's got two weeks to kind of. Yeah. 
find out really I mean there's no, there's no urgency in finding out about Janssen's injury so um... and they just stepped off the pitch you know Janssen mm. had played the full 90 minutes so the medical staff hadn't had any time to yeah. assess him before exactly. Biel- Bielsa doesn't hang yeah. around for his post-match <laughs> press conferences much He's, to our joy we have, we have to leg it from up in the press box which is up here right down past the away fans uh, into into the room where they're currently holding the press conferences so um, yeah Bielsa does, doesn't hang around but um, yeah well, I suppose we won't really find out well, directly from Bielsa um, for a couple of weeks now. It's going yeah, to be um, unless unless he's injured and they put out. They, if it's a bad injury, they tend to do put out yeah. official releases. So if if yeah. you don't hear anything, that's probably good news. But we'll uh, we'll we'll try and find out for you over the next week. And on Need that note, to do on the international break, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we will wrap up. Thank you for joining us. Um, keep an eye on the website. I mean, it's mm. we forget it's, it's still early afternoon. We've got we've got to put, put some stuff on the website today. Um, <laughs> I'll be online again tomorrow, so keep abreast of the website. Try and keep us some company on the website tomorrow. We're going to try and uh, find something for you guys to to read about. Try and find the positives. Um, (laughs) And then I suppose you may all be live during the week. Joe and I may well touch base. I think we're probably going to try and put out a podcast this week. uh, More of a traditional podcast. Probably midweek, probably uh, Wednesday, I think. Uh, Yeah, maybe maybe we'll jump on here on Facebook as well, I think. Yeah. Um, But until then, we will uh, see you when we see you. Cool. Uh, Look after yourselves, keep your chins up. 24 points to play for. Keep the faith.